When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Apple harvest is quickly approaching in Wisconsin, and I know that I'm excited to go pick some fresh Wisconsin apples to make some pies and other treats. I'm Allison Lund for the Midwest Farm Report. Rami Aburomia is the owner of Adams to Apples Orchard in Mount Horeb, and he also helps manage Apple Garden in Fitchburg. He tells us what we need to know before heading to the orchard, but he starts by sharing how those apples are looking this summer. Yeah, so the apple crop this year is looking pretty nice, actually. Um, We had... We had frosts and things in 2021, so we didn't have a great bloom that year. Um, And then kind of apples tend to return the next year with a nice bloom when they haven't had a big crop the year before. So we're kind of in that on year of a nice big crop. Um, You know, part of the challenge for growing apples is to have a moderated crop every year and not a huge crop one year and a small crop the next. But, um, you know, there's a lot of tools and things that growers have to knock off some of those either blooms or small apples so that you get kind of the nice amount of apples per tree and the apples size up nice and, uh, and, you know, come into maturity with good flavor and everything. So, yeah, it, it, it looks good. And what a bloom it was this year. I heard that the bloom was compressed into just a one- or two-day period. So what has it been like catching up from that? You know, I think it depend, your, your bloom period depends maybe on how many varieties you have. Uh, the orchards I work in, uh, we have about 60 or 70 varieties, so that kind of spreads the bloom out over more than a couple of days, but um, but it was really warm during that period, so I think that was a nice thing about that bloom. I kind of like a quick bloom because it is a real sensitive period for the apple tree, you know, in terms of temperature and uh, maybe some diseases and things. So if you can get bloom um, over and done with without any big things, then that's a good thing. People... I mean, one thing I've talked to some other growers, and everybody says that they didn't see a lot of um, bees and things flying around during that bloom, I think because it warmed up really quick and it was kind of so compressed. And so growers were worried about not getting good pollination, but when we got out on the other side of things and saw what all, how many little apples there were on trees, there was good pollination. So, um, so that worked out pretty well. You know, during bloom, it, all growers are concerned with cold temperatures. So, quick, warm bloom, I think, is, is, a, is a better way to go when you have a choice. So, now focusing on the crop this year, what have you seen as we're starting to get an idea of yield? You said that, you know, every other year is sort of a big year. So, what are you expecting now for this fall? Yeah, uh, well, definitely expecting um, a big year or a good year with plenty of apples. So, um, I mean, growers try to even out those years, so there's not good years and bad years, but, or, you know, high crop yield and low crop yield year to year. But um, this year should definitely be on the large side of, thing, uh, large side of, of things. And, you know, in terms of quality and things, I mean, I guess when I, when I look at my trees, everything looks really good and healthy, and I think part of that 
you know, I, I guess I don't have exact numbers, but it feels like it's been a sunny summer. So we've had a lot of good sunshine, and that definitely helps the trees to grow and have, uh, you know, more energy to put into the apples. Um, so it is definitely a year where, you know, if, if people are doing pick your own or, or whatever, then this is a great year to get out to orchards. And, and you know, the nice thing is that there'll be a lot of variety to pick from, and um, there should be good picking of, you know, all the way through the whole orchard. Sometimes in those you know, so-called off years, some varieties do pretty poorly and others do okay. Um, you know, Honeycrisp is one of those that can tend to go on and off year to year. And so, um, you know, a year like this when it's, when it's so-called on year, um, you know, it's nice to see Honeycrisp and uh, Russets and Macintosh and Cortland and, you know, Gold Rush, all kinds of different varieties. So that's fun. Yeah, it's certainly great to hear that there's really going to be something for everyone and a wide variety, especially since it's an on year. Now, backing up a couple sentences, you had mentioned that the trees really enjoy the sunshine, but we've had a few heat waves this summer. Has that had any impact on the apples? Yep. Um, heat is, or I guess I would say heat waves are can be bad. So um, some varieties with like a thinner skin, can get some sunburn on them, um, where, you know, when the actual air temperature combined with the strong sun can cause some sunburn, and and those apples are going to be not usable. You know, it's not usually like a huge percentage of the crop that that apples get sunburned. It might be just some of those that are sticking out um, more in the sun than others. But... um, growers have kind of moved to a system of growing apples where instead of having a large trees where a lot of those apples are on the inside of the tree, you're kind of working with a thinner canopy. So more apples are exposed and that does kind of tend towards more apples getting sunburned. But, um, I, I wouldn't say it's a huge problem, but it is something that growers think about and maybe see a little damage out there. You know, on the other side of things with the heat and stuff is that uh, kind of with this new system of growing more narrow, smaller trees is that a lot more growers have gotten irrigation systems set up so that they can take care of those dry periods. Whereas when we had just the big trees, we kind of relied on uh, Mother Nature to supply rain and a orderly manner (laughs) so now with with irrigation on a lot of trees i think growers are happy to have that to kind of keep things going through those dry periods so it sounds like growers have been able to fare pretty well through the hot summer i i think so you know it's obviously it's it's challenging to work in those kind of conditions when it's really hot and humid but um you know i would say that apple trees are pretty resilient um and, you know, if you think of where a majority of the apples are grown, which is out in uh, eastern Washington and things, I mean, that gets really hot and really uh, strong sun, and they have some serious problems out there with burn on things. So, so we're, you know, even when we get heat waves like last week or whatever, a couple weeks ago, um, it's not those kind of uh, 
real stressful conditions like they might have out there in eastern Washington. In, in some cases out there, they're covering the whole orchard with with sunshade, you know, which helps with some other things, but also helps for not getting sunburn. And we obviously don't have to do that here yet. So, Yeah, it sounds like it may not be quite that extreme yet here in Wisconsin. And shifting away from weather, what about pests? Have you noticed anything that's really sticking out this year? Pest, yes. Uh, so pest is a, is a constant for apple growing in Wisconsin. Um, I guess I, I wouldn't say there's been anything in particularly worse than something else. Um, you know, scab, which is a spring fun, fungus, which can affect trees and fruit pretty badly. I would say since we, it wasn't a super wet spring, we didn't have huge problems with scab um, any more than normal. But it is always something that's out there. Um, you know, I do, I grow at my kind of home farm organic apples, which is kind of a challenge on top of challenge, but, um, definitely organic growing of fruits has gotten, uh, I wouldn't say easier, but we have a lot more tools and knowledge in how to get a nice crop off of there than maybe used to 10 years ago. So I think things are going well in terms of pests and diseases. It's something that's constant. But I I would say, like, in Wisconsin, we have a really good network of of sharing and learning for pest control, you know, through some scouts and extension. So, you know, growers, if they want information, they can find it. So, So that's really good. There's certainly endless resources out there that are are available to producers and consumers. Now, before I let you go, Rami, is there anything that I'm not asking you that perhaps consumers should know before they head out to the orchards this fall? Yeah, I guess there's a couple of things. Uh, one thing is everyone's heard of inflation, and you know, growers have definitely not been uh, excluded from that. So, with I mean, basically fuel costs being double and um, everything else going up. Definitely the cost to produce apples went up significantly this year. Um, So, you know, like everything else, I guess consumers may expect a little bit bump up in the prices of apples just so that we can make a living um, just like every other person who runs a business can. (laughs) Um, You know, that's, that's one thing. Another thing is, the kind of continual difficulties in, in finding labor to help run these orchards. Um, it's, it's, you know, I think orchards in Wisconsin have gotten better in terms of mechanizing and streamlining things so that we can do things more efficiently, but still pretty much every, well, not pretty much, every apple that's picked is picked by hand. So when we have a big crop like we will this year, uh, you know, the challenge of getting them off the trees at the right time and uh, and washed and cleaned and packed and, and sold is always a challenge. So, yeah, so those are just the, some of the fun things. <laughs> and it, it certainly sounds like labor shortages are really top of mind for everyone today. And what are ways that you can combat that and source for labor um, out on your orchard? I mean, we've definitely raised our... Uh, pay that our wages that we pay people and that's okay um we're happy to do that so we do that to try to you know uh make it attractive to people to work at the orchard you know i i think that the attraction to work on an orchard is that 
you're doing something much different than what you maybe would do at another job. So, uh, you know, it, it, working at an orchard creates a lot of stories that you and experiences that you're going to have that uh, you may not have at some other job. So, so you know, if people are looking for uh, seasonal work, it's something that you would do that you're going to think about for the rest of your life, possibly, and uh, and just kind of have a unique experience versus maybe another job that you know physically might be a little easier, but. Um, but maybe not quite so satisfying. Rami Abu Romia, owner of Adams to Apples Orchard and manager at Apple Garden Orchard, along with us, highlighting this year's apple crop and sharing what we need to know before going to the orchard this fall. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund.